Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Time to talk some serious rugby league with a serious rugby league pundit of course, uh, he doubles up as a, a co-host with us uh, on the breakfast show uh, alongside Louie and Izzy. And uh, this fellow, I've, I've just uh, done a little bit of research on this fellow, Whangarei born, Waitara educated, Waitara High School, Tony Kemp. They must have had some great teachers there at Waitara High School, boy, because you sound very educated in the morning, the most educated in the program. Welcome on to my show. <laughs> Oh, thanks a lot, Smithy. Yeah, went to Waitara University too, which was the local Borthwick's meat meat factory, as you know, um, <laughs> Smithy. That's where a lot of champion All Blacks and Kiwi players came from, um, and where I learned and, and had my grounding and, and be, becoming a, a growing up um, at the at the early age of sixteen. So great place, Waitara, mate. Lots of lots of champion people come out of that um, that little town from you know New Zealand surfing champions to Luke McAllister and Charlie McAllister. As all blacks for Dave Watson, myself, and Howie Tamdi as Kiwi players, so I love it. Love that place, close to my heart. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have never really stopped there very often. As my I motor my way through from Hawkes Bay up to New Plymouth for rugby and cricket every now and then, Kempy. But I, I must do that. Um, I must do that and have a, just a, a little look around. Hey, mate. Uh, one of the things that I, you know you play twenty five times for the Kiwis. I miss the Kiwis. Uh, when are we going to see the Kiwis? Are you missing the Kiwis? Oh, all the time, Smithy. I, um, you know, it's one of the, the tragedies about the the NRL and the structure and the international game is that it's back to front and the NRL uh, take precedent over international football, so we don't get to see the black jersey as often as we used to back in the eighties and the, the early nineties when you used, still used to have the the tours to England, the, the long tours to England and, and the tours to Australia. So, mate, I miss it. I miss it. I think. You know, we could do a hell of a lot better in that space. But when you've got the media rights coming out of the NRL, they're running Origin as their, their prime, um, I guess, feeder to, to the NRL as well. Uh, international games take a back step because they're doing play at the back of the season. Uh, players are injured by that time and a lot of clubs won't release their players. So it's a flawed model, Smithy. But uh, as we've seen mm. recently, hopefully New Zealand get to play Tonga in the Origin series in that window. And, of course, we've got the World Cup at the end of this year, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I am too. Absolutely. I'll be glued to it. I've missed it so much. So uh, let's uh, talk about that, uh, the NRL and the Warriors in particular and the ugly issue that uh, they've had to deal with during the week, which is the Montoya situation. God, mate, I can think uh, you have to be so careful these days. I can think of a lot of fast bowlers throughout the years that uh, I uh, were on the back end of. Uh, who, who wouldn't play too much cricket if the standards then were what they are now. You've got to be so careful. How was that? 
How, is, how did you feel the Warriors overall handled that situation, and what are they going to do now for four games without him? Yeah, it, it, is, a, it is a really uh, sketchy area, Smithy. You know, banter back in our day, um, where the same milk was, you know, was thrown around like, like lollies, you know what I mean? Lolly scramble, everyone had to come up with the best lines, and there was uh, no give or take on, on any type of issues, whether it be gender issues or whatever, and We've come so far forward to 2022 that if you say the wrong thing on a football field, I watched the replay when the referee pulled Montoya up and put him straight on report. I think they handled it really well. I think the Warriors not naming him this week, making him go to judiciary, he's copped a four-week ban. I think it's, I think it's um, appropriate. It really sends a, a really strict message. But like Ian Roberts said, you know, you can't be going around saying things um, such as that on the football field, those derogatory remarks, whether it be race, uh, rather be your gender, um, equality, um, and your sexuality. It, it's 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 not the place in sport anywhere uh, these days. So yeah, it's it's a tough one. He was going all right, um, uh, Montoya too. You know, so it's a. I guess when you when you when you cop, he's got to cop it on the chin. You know, they front footed it, they dealt with it. Um, they've done on the back of three wins, which has kept it sort of out of the limelight, really, because everyone's looking for them to go four on a trot and. Um, I think they've got a, a really good replacement in Kossi, uh, who's coming. He's a big winger. Uh, they need that size out the back because they were really struggling to go forward, and he, he gives them that um, that punch. So as far as Montoya goes, I think the, the trouble for him is in four weeks' time, he might find himself playing reserve grade for a little bit longer if they continue this good form. Yeah, well, uh, let's hope uh, from their point of view that is the case. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, big, it's a big learning, as they say in inverted commas. It's a word I hate, but well, it certainly is a big learning for others as well. Hey, mate, there are some good news, though. Uh, Dallin Watani Zalesniak back uh, into the side on the wing. Uh, the only other change sees Jack Murchie out and Eli Katoa onto the interchange. So uh, tell us about the, um, what you like about this, uh, if nothing else, consistency, consistency in selection here. Yeah, well, that's the main thing. You know, he hasn't changed the side around too too much, and they get some experience back with the, the Kiwi International and Dalton coming back into the side. Um, I like I like that he's stuck with you know I guess the the majority of this forward pack that have done him the job and and Sean Johnson rolling off the back of it because that's where this week they probably, they could possibly win the game up against a, a Sydney City pack that's still sort of finding their feet a bit scratchy at the moment. Um, I think back as far as you know the backs go, they've got their number in the in the likes of Mulberaski um, and and of course that, that fantastic part. I think he's the best player in the world, especially I'm um, thank God he's a Kiwi. It's Joseph Manu. I think the the young centres for the Warriors would be really um, on their have to be on their game to especially contain Joseph Manu because if you watch the game last weekend, just every time he carried the football, he picked it up out of dummy half a couple of times and scored a couple of tries. You know, he can do anything and he can turn the game right on his head. And, you know, if you nullify their forward pack, well, you really nullify James Tedesco, and that's the threat. If it starts to get a bit hot and they get some really good go forward and some fast play, the balls look, look to James Tedesco to step up. But it's generally been a really good game, Smithy. If you look at the statistics, they're so close um, at the moment. They've, you know, Sydney City have won a couple of games, Warriors are three on a trot. Um, they've played a little bit of a tougher side at the moment, Sydney City, you know, having played Manly and, and also the Rabbitohs. But I think you know the Warriors are in good form and, and it should go down to the wire this one. Another barometer, really, for Reese Walsh then, uh, up, up against uh, Tedesco, isn't it? I mean, uh, that's going to be a problem to shut him down, but I, I look forward to the counter-attacking um, comparison between these two. 
Oh, he's a yeah. He's he's won so many awards, hasn't he, James Tedesco? So you got to think that if you're a fullback and you look at it, the benchmark currently in the in the um, competition, James Tedesco uh, has got the nod over Tom Trebojevic. So it's a great it's a great game for Reese Walsh to be playing in. Um, I guess to, to to put his foot forward for the Origin series too. You know, like we know that James Tedesco is going to wear the number one jersey. Um, is this a look at really a preview of the Origin series, whether or not Reese Walsh can handle uh, you know the pressure, or uh, does he stack up as far as the stats goes against someone um, the, of the likes of James Tedesco? So there's a, there's a couple of really key, um, I guess, uh, pairings in this game. You also got to look at Sean Johnson, and he's him and Channel to, uh, Harris Pavita up against Sam Walker and Luke Carey. You know, on the back of those forward packs, either one of those halves pairing uh, gets the upper hand, then I think they, they go a long way to winning the game. Um, and Luke Carey, you know, he's had come back from that long injury. He's still fine in his feet. He really hasn't hit a stretch yet. Warriors returned to Mount Smart in July, Kempe. Um, yesterday they talked about the need to re-establish a, con- a connection with New Zealand. Um, apart from getting a, a huge crowd initially, which I would imagine they will, and I certainly hope they do, how do they re- reconnect? I mean, they've got to connect with family, some of them, before they go connecting with fans. Yeah, look, I, I see that Mark Robinson did an article about saying it's going to take a long time and he's really committed to rebuilding the culture and and the club. Uh, I really like that from, from Robbo. I think, you know, one of the things that I think he gets, you know, his father was the same, two of the same ilk, is that rugby league people are really trusting and and, and die-hard followers, you know, like I call them the Cyclops followers, the Warriors. They're so one-eyed, you can't say anything bad about them. They you know, they want to they want to give you a hiding if if you say anything bad about them. But you know, for me, that's really the passion of a rugby league person, a rugby league supporter. I think the most um, important thing is when they do come home is consistent consistently. If they can win football games, really go a long way of moving moving the club forward. Um, like New Zealand needs rugby league. Uh, you know, so much, and not to have it in this country now for for on two, near on two years is is a real tragedy. Um, but just to get them back, they will fill stadiums, Smitty, when they come back. They will fill Mount Smart, but I'll go a long way to to getting the the um, punters through the gates if they can win consistently. Okay, let's uh, look also outside the the Warriors camp and. Uh, look at a player that we've got to know very well, although he's had a lot of injury problems, and Latrell Mitchell, he looks uh, as if he's going to be out for eight weeks with a hamstring tear. Uh, seems a, a suggestion on Australian media that he needs to move back to the centres to help preserve his body. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, he's two months away from playing even. Yeah, well, I you know I got to talk to Latrell Mitchell as a young kid. Uh, went over to Sydney City and talked in their house. They, you know, Joseph Bono and Latrell were 17-year-olds back then, just on the perils of becoming a, a regular first grade. I, I didn't know at the time that there were two superstars uh, in the making. But you're dead right, you know, like playing at, at fullback, they track the most on the football field. You've got to have such a high work rate and fitness. You, you know, the thing about uh, Mitchell family is they're big, they're big humans. His brother Shaquille, uh, who's running around with South at the moment, he's twice the size of Latrell. And one of the problems that he will have if he wants to uh, retain that fullback jersey is his body shape. Um, as we see, you know, he looks at the at the best of time out of shape when he's when he's when he's on camera. So, you know, the talk about him moving to the centres is a is a fair dinkum one um, about preservation. If he wants to play long uh, periods of NRL football, 
it's one way to take him out of that that high intensity uh, position of fullback. But you know, when you've got a player like Latrell Mitchell and the way that he plays, you know, if you can put him in that roaming position and get him all over the football field, you know, any coach any coach will will have that um, that in their in their makeup when they've got Latrell Mitchell on the side. But unfortunately, the worst enemy for Latrell is Latrell, unless he, um, I guess, maintains that body shape that the fullbacks that you know um, really need to play long long minutes. I think it would be just a natural progression, mate, that he goes into uh, that centre position. And of course, what they're talking about boosting with him being out for eight weeks is who fills that spot uh, in the Origin mm. for New South Wales. Because as we saw last year when he first came back after being uh, left out for by Freddie Fittler for a season, he came back and he tore it apart in that centre position. So lots of lots of talk about Latrell Mitchell, um, and I think you know when you've got a superstar like him, we we just want to see him play. And I I don't care whether he plays skid or a fullback. I just like watching him play. Kemp, you're going to start. We started with the Kiwis. I want to finish with the Kiwis because I've just got a, a text in from Craig. He's a regular texter, and he probably texts you guys in the morning as well. And uh, his uh, question is this: uh, I'd be interested if Kempi thinks that Maguire, um, Michael Maguire, is the right coach for the Kiwis going forward, uh, particularly now the the Tigers. How the Tigers are going? No, he's not the right coach for the Kiwis, Smitty. And and I don't think going to Australia all the time to to, to look at the Australian coaches in the structure um, and the system that the New Zealand Rugby League have put together is the best thing for New Zealand. Like one thing, and I've been a part of it, one thing an Australian coach doesn't bring is the understanding of what it means to pull on that black jersey. And people will argue till the cows come home saying, well, we don't have the depth of coach here to coach the Kiwi team. Um, I would argue that point that in 2008, we took a young coach by the name of Stephen Cooney uh, to the World Cup. And we, who we put beside him was Wayne Bennett, which is a totally different way that you would uh, structure the Kiwi uh, system, which which needs to be that way because we don't have a professional game here. So, mate, I, if I was in the New Zealand hot seat as a CEO, I would be on the phone to Stephen Cooney. He's now coaching in Melbourne, which we know is the best structure. He's done a wonderful job. He won the World Cup with him in 2008, the Four Nations with him in 2010, took him to number one in 2013, and he's sitting there and he's not being used. And you've got to remember that he wore the black jersey and kept in his country. So um, if you're looking at a resume, you're looking at two people, uh, which is talking and cheese, Madge Maguire, who will be getting the sack, and Stephen Kearney, who's done that all before. You know, the funniest thing about this too, Smitty, is that those two sat as mm-hmm. assistant coaches together at Melbourne Storm. Um, before they both went out on their first first grade journey. So uh, for me, they need to review the Kiwi coach. If Madge Maguire does get the sack, which, was, as we all know, being realist that he probably will do in the next fortnight if he can't win a couple of games, I would be straight on the blight of Stephen Cooney saying, come home, um, pick up the mantle again, and we'll just put some people around you that can actually help you get this uh, team back to the one at the World Cup. Kempi, are amazing in the morning, and I uh, thank you very much for your forthright opinions on, on our show. So glad that uh, we got hold of you this morning. Thanks for that, mate. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Look forward to hearing you again tomorrow morning. Thank you. Anytime, Smitty. Thank you, mate. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.